Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I'll be talking with you all about casting your cares on Jesus. So recently the Lord has been reminding me to not hold on to worry. It's so easy for us to pick up worry, you know, especially if circumstances are not coming our way, the unknown of tomorrow, the lies and fears that the enemy may put in our minds. And you know, it's so important in those moments that we really do cast our cares on Jesus and renew our mind with his truth. And it doesn't mean that we don't take action and do our part. But at the end of the day, you know, as we do our part, we also have to give it to the Lord and not do it in worry. You know, because many times, you know, for example, for, for me, the worries was financially. You know, we feel like um, there are not complete open doors, you know, and we're still believing for things that God has promised us. But in those moments, I have to remember as I'm working, as I'm stewarding my time to trust God because many times we can work and do what we need to do, but we do it in worry, right? Or maybe some of you, you know, listening, maybe single and you know God's calling you in singleness, but in the midst of the everyday of doing life, you're living with worry and fear. You're, you're letting that weight get on you. And, um, you know, imagine just carrying a heavy suitcase for like the whole week, always on, you know, your back or like a heavy backpack. After a couple of days, you're gonna feel it. You know, and I feel like for me, when the Lord reminded me, I realized that, yeah, God, I've been carrying this burden. And I actually woke up one morning and the song from Stephanie Gretzinger, Cast Your Cares, was literally in my mind. And so I started like singing and worshiping the Lord and singing that song. And that's where the Lord led me to the scripture, where the song is based off of. And I wanna just break it down to you today. And I pray that it encourages you. But it's in 1 Peter 5 to 7. Jesus says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you, right? Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And when I was reading this verse, the word cares was highlighted to me. Um, some translation says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. But really that word cares means, you know, our anxieties basically. But the word that the Lord highlighted to me cares is the latter part. So it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So when I looked into the word cares and looked into the Greek meaning of that word, that word is a verb. It's an action word. And what it means is to be concerned or to be of interest. And the moment God showed that to me, it gave me such greater peace when I read this verse. Because when I read this, right, cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. What it means is that God is currently concerned with the things you're concerned about, right? That's what the word cares mean. It's an action verb. He's actively caring about you. And so when I read this verse and got that revelation, you know, I, I realized that, wow, God, like I don't have to worry because you're actively worrying about the things I'm worrying. And so it gave me such peace to know that Jesus cares about my, fan my, my finances right and whatever you're worried about renew your mind with this truth right jesus says himself cast all your anxiety 
on him or on me if he's speaking to you directly, right? Cast all your anxiety on me because I care for you. This is the Lord Jesus speaking. He currently cares about the things you care about. If you're caring about your job, your finances, housing, know that the Lord himself cares about that too. And so when you know that Jesus cares about your life, that he's actively concerned about the things that you're concerned, you no longer have to hold that burden upon yourself. You can trust God and walk in peace that he's called you to walk in. And a part of casting our cares upon Jesus is also worshiping him. You know, I've talked about this a lot in my previous podcasts and videos, but it's so important. The Lord never fails to remind me the importance of just worshiping him because when we worship Jesus, we are positioned to behold him, to look at him. And when we look at Jesus, we will find strength. When we listen to his words, when we renew our mind in the Bible, we will be strengthened. That's why in Luke 10, Jesus says, right? Mary did the one thing that is necessary. And what did Mary do? She was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him. And that doesn't mean, again, that we don't do anything else and we just sit and worship all day. But what it means is in those moments when we are attacked, in those moments when we feel burdened, in those moments when fear is greater than our faith, we need to stop and worship. We need to declare who God is. We need to renew our mind with God's truth. Psalms 105, 2 um, and verse 4, I'm going to actually read it, says, Sing to Him. Sing praises to Him. Tell of all His wonderful acts. Right, Singing to the Lord. I was talking to my husband recently. Um, my, my daughter lately, I have no idea why, but you know, whenever I, I shower her, I usually leave her in there, dry myself up real quick and get her things. Um, but I notice what, whether she's in the shower or in the car and she has nothing to do, she'll just start singing. You know, and the song that we've been teaching her is Walking with Jesus. So she just sings when she has nothing to do because she has no phone, no toys. She's literally just waiting on mommy. But when I saw that, I feel like the Lord was reminding me like in our times when we're worried or in our times when we're just doing errands or driving, sing to Jesus. Right, Ephesians even says too, make music to the Lord. Ephesians 5, 18 says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Lord Father, for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so let's not forget that. I know I am a busy person and I can forget singing to God, but I want to start just singing to Him, making music to Him, posturing my heart to behold Him, to always be thankful, right? Jesus says, right, in all circumstances, this is His will, that we give thanks in all circumstances. And a great way to do that again is to worship, right? A great way to cast our cares on Him is to say, God, I thank you, Lord, that you have my life in your hands, that you are in control, that your my future is bright. And something too that, you know, I've been more intentional recently is to be eternal minded to think about eternity because sometimes we can just think about our lives in such a short amount of time like you know until what 80 or 90 years we live on this earth but we need to live with eternity in mind because jesus doesn't promise us an easy life he says trials will come tribulations will come we know that the world is only going to get darker and so how do we find joy? How do we find peace? By knowing that Jesus has overcome, that he's already overcome every obstacle we see, all the darkness that we see, we can take heart and be encouraged because Jesus has already overcome. 
What do, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that he is alive. He overcame death and he now is seated on the right hand of God, seated on a throne. He is still in control and he's going to come back. Why isn't he back? You know, the Bible says because he wants to see people saved, right? It's, the Bible says that he's not slow in keeping his promise, but he does desire that all be saved. That's his desire that all be saved. But we can take heart in the midst of hardships. And it doesn't mean that, you know, God won't do things for us in this earth. But I also want to remind you all that we can't just think about this earth as the end, the end, you know, of our victory. Our victory really is going to be fulfilled when our salvation is fulfilled. When Jesus comes back, we will be in our glorified bodies with him. There will be a new heaven and a new earth where there will be no more tears. We will get to reign with Jesus. That's what Revelation says. We get to reign with him. And so this is what we get to look forward to. And I, I want to read this verse where, where Jesus says here in John 16. He says, I have told you these things so that in me, in me, in Jesus, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, in, in John 16, in the beginning of that, Jesus actually says that, you know, some will be persecuted. In fact, the scripture says all of us will be persecuted, obviously in different levels. But in John 16, he's telling his disciples in verse 2, they will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. So this is a harsh thing, a harsh reality. But Jesus still says, you can have peace in me. Take heart. I have overcome the world. So what he means by that is don't worry. He doesn't say like, oh, don't worry, you won't be persecuted. What he is saying is, hey, I've overcome this darkness and you are going to see me come back and reign with me. Take heart, I've already overcome. The battle's actually already won. It's already won because Jesus overcame the grave. And now we are just waiting for him to come. But he already defeated the battle. He's not fighting. He's not like in chains or in bondage or dead. Jesus is alive. In Revelation 1.18, Jesus says, I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys to death and Hades. This is why Jesus says, take heart, I've overcome the world. This is why we can have peace in Jesus and not in anything else. The peace of this world, I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again, right? The peace in this world is only determined by good circumstances, but true peace that cannot be taken away from you can only be found in Jesus. Because in Him, we will always have what we need. We will always be in safe hands. Jesus says in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of death, I will fear no evil, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Right, He's with us always, now even through death. And again, for us, the scriptures say death is sleep. Because again, the moment we die, we're with Jesus. It's not a forever thing, we're not bound to death. That's why the scriptures say, oh, death, where is your sting? You know, the spirit who raised Jesus from the grave will also raise us up from the grave. So this is the hope that we have, and we have to live with an eternal perspective. And again, I'm not saying don't pray for breakthrough of this earth. Do that, but live with an eternal perspective. And that's why, you know, I've been thinking about it. Like us as believers, we should be the most joyful people because we know that eternity is coming. You know, my husband and I were looking at pictures of Switzerland for those of you who live in Switzerland, you're really blessed because the view is so beautiful. We really want to go, but you know, when I was looking at these pictures, I couldn't help but think how 
beautiful, more grand heaven will be. Eternity will be with Jesus. You know, streets of gold. That's what the scriptures say. And it's just going to be so beautiful. And this is what we are to be excited of. I share this in the last video and podcast. You know how Paul was saying it, was, it would be far better if he died because he gets to be with Jesus. But the fact that he could even say that shows us that he has an eternal perspective. So I just want to encourage you guys, you know, as you cast your cares on Jesus, also live with an eternal perspective because that plays such a huge part. You know, even as we cast our cares on Jesus, we're saying, Jesus, I trust you. I trust you. And I love in the Old Testament, you know, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they're about to be taken into the fire of the furnace, they said, we're going to glorify God, whether we die or whether he saves us, you know, because they knew for sure that the Lord was with them. That they, they were so sure of that. And I pray that you listening would have a peace in Jesus. Jesus says in his word that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. In Matthew, Jesus says, behold, like I am with you always to the very end of age. This is our rest and our hope and our source of joy. Let not your joy be in your circumstances or people. Let it be in Jesus who will never fail you. I want to end with sharing Psalm 1830. It says, as for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. And so remember, when we see that God's way is perfect, that means we will never lack anything in the Lord, in his word, and we can rely on it. So I want to pray for you all. God, I thank you so much, Lord, for every single person that is listening. I pray, Jesus, that you would fill them. Holy Spirit, would you fill them? For those that have not surrendered their lives fully, I pray right now that they would surrender their lives to a perfect king, which is you, Jesus. And Lord, as they surrender and give their lives, I pray, God, that they would be able to feel the lightness, God, the lightness of casting their burdens on you. For Lord Jesus, you even say that your burden is light. So Lord, I pray right now, God, that every person would cast their burdens, cast their anxieties, cast their fears of the future. I feel like a lot of you are, are, are tolerating a fear of the future. But I pray that you would be able to put your life in confidence with the Lord, to trust Him, to trust Him with everything. Trust Jesus that He has you. You are safe in His hands. Lord, I pray, God, that you would also show them your love for them. Show them, God, how much you care for them, Jesus. Fill them, God, with your love. Let them be rooted and established in your love. Holy Spirit, would you guide them in scriptures that talk about your love? Confirm to them, God, your love. And let them not be double-minded, but walk steady in your word and consistent in renewing their mind with your word and disciplined. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you've been blessed by this. And if you have, please also prayerfully consider giving towards our ministry. Any amount helps, you know, the videos that you see, the posts that you see, it's more than myself, you know, and so it takes a team to continue doing this. And so any amount really blesses us. And we also have some upcoming projects as well. We're working on building a study guide, which we'll give more details soon, you know, but all these things require finances. And so you can partner with us in the vision that God has given us to help others find God real in everyday life. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. God bless you all, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Hi, my name is Taylor. My name is Clara. 
Hi, I'm Kathy. My name is Iridia. My relations have sown a seed in my life by just being a community. By first bringing a community that's kind of just all over the world, getting to be surrounded by such a community with like people who have like such a fire for the Lord. The Lord really put me into a place of faith and showing me what it really means to serve Him. I have been so blessed to get so close to a couple of the girls that are in the community. I grew up in the church, but I wasn't really living my life the way I am now for the Lord. I'm just so thankful that we're all able to pray together, worship together, read the word together, study together. Living Revelation has also helped me to zone in to the calling that God has over my life. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different uh, levels in my life. I hope that you can all also feel like the same kind of um, blessing and help through a living revelation or even through Gabby. So thank you so much. We have seen the greatest transformation in the girls we disciple through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community. We have had over 140 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our podcasts have had over 16,000 downloads. Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs, too, have reached around 17,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. We are looking to raise $30,000 this coming year to produce study guides to help others study the Bible, to build a team to produce more media, and to expand our online Bible studies and conferences. Our goal is to transform lives to love Jesus. You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com donations. hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.